0: The Detroit Free Press presents Talkin' Lions, your audio home for all
1: things Honolulu blue and silver. Here is your host from the Detroit Free Press, Dave Burkett. Dave Burkett here with Sean Windsor after another Lions loss. Sean, seems like we talk all the time after losses. Now eight straight for the Lions, uh, 27-17 to the Broncos here. And, uh, why are we smiling, by the way? That's not fair to the fans. There's one game left. That's why we're almost done. <laughs> okay,
0: that's fair.
1: Because we're, we're out of things to talk about. I mean, I was thinking as we were walking down this hallway here to to shoot our, our video, award-winning video, Freep.com, Facebook Live, um, kind of what we were going to talk about. And, look, Matt Patricia's future's been decided, at least in the near term. Bob Quinn's future's been decided. Um, you know, the the games don't matter a whole lot. I think really the only thing that's left is draft positioning. Where are the Lions going to go? How how high or how low are they going to end up at?
0: Well, that's kind of what was on the mind of a lot of people today, and rightly so. This is still an entertainment business, and you got to have something. And, and And I wrote in my, my second column tonight that um, – you you want, I think, the Lions in some way, not the players, maybe not the coaches, but the organization wants fans to be rooting for a loss here because the alternative right. is indifference. And indifference is, uh, the, you know, the coach killer in terms of careers and a GM uh, and, and that sort of thing. So I think that at least... Hey, look, the fact that a lot of folks are thinking about next April, and here we are, what, a few days before Christmas, that's not a great sign in terms of winning and losing. No. But at least
1: it shows that the passion is still there, which is what we talk about well, all the it, time. Well, it's like anything. You can sell hope in the future, right. right? And and this group of Lions doesn't want to do that. I mean, a couple of players were asked. I asked Trey Flowers a little bit about that in the locker room, and I know on Johnson was asked about that. Matt Patricia was asked about that, mm-hmm. I think, during his, his press conference. Just, you know, does does that – that future ever cross your mind, and, and what do you make of of people, um, you know, the the general public, us. Uh, talking about this, this is offensive. You know, I, I think I was talking with Trey Flowers about that for a minute. And I, you know, they realize that this is what, what fans in, in, in media, um, cling on to. But I think everyone out there understands that that's, this is the farthest thing from their mind. I mean, they're still playing to win games. And, and, you know, Frank now even said it. He said, look, we need to win in the worst way, right? And, and we need to, to try to get one against Green Bay. I think that sentiment was, was there in the locker room. Now they're extremely short-handed. I don't know that they're going to be able to get one, but, there's no doubt that this team is still trying to get one on the field, at least.
0: They want the win, even if it means you know you lose out on the Chase right. Young sweepstakes. I guess at, at least if it's uh, if he goes to number two, depending on what the Redskins who've locked up the number one pick,
1: depending Bengals. on what or the, excuse
0: yep. me the Bengals, yep. uh, depending on what they do. I mean, maybe they take Joe Burrow, the quarterback from LSU. But you're right, the players they're not going to think about that. Kerryon Johnson said, "I I don't ever want to deal with the draft again. I don't want to think right. about a draft." But at the same time, he does not begrudge. Everybody out there thinking about this and talking right. about this. He he understands that. And Matt Patricia didn't quite use those words, but he he felt like um, look, he understands it's it's what is on the minds of everybody. But he feels like his team, even today a little bit, um, yep. showed that they're, they're not worried about that. And you know he's certainly not worried about that. He you know he's a trained coach. It's, he's looking at film all the, all week.
1: Look, it, it was a rough game for the Lions. I mean, they started out good the first ten points. You know, they uh, a nice drive to start the game, field mm-hmm. goal drive ended in a field goal, so it didn't get in the end zone. But Jamal Agnew takes the punt back for a touchdown, but you know, seven you yards say of to offense. Me at that point? I said they, they might do it. Yeah. I said, look at <laughs> them. Right. They, is this going to be their day? Right. But then David Blau was David Blau and you know they couldn't move any do anything on offense and Denver scored on five straight possessions, so it sort of got away from them a little bit. Um, and I look I don't want to jump too much into draft conversation here because we haven't, you know, studied this. I haven't talked to any of the scouts, the people that make decisions. Um, but I know we were talking a little bit Uh, Look, Joe Burrow, potential number one overall pick, right? Heisman Trophy winner from from LSU. Since he needs a quarterback, I think it's easy to to speculate that he could go there. Chase Young, the best prospect in the draft, he's probably going to go number two, whether that's to Washington or Detroit. Um, If the Lions win, the lowest I believe they can fall is number five. Yeah, five in the draft order. The highest they can go is number two. So you're looking at a pretty good player, a player that should have an impact. And whether it's Chase Young, whether it's Jeff Okuda, I know you were talking about him a little bit as maybe being a – You know, the the plan B, I guess, or the 1A that that could really help this defense as well. And I agree with you, too. I I think if it's not Chase Young, I think he's the next best option.
0: Well, and there are a couple other guys that may grade out higher, depending on who you talk to. The Judy, the uh, receiver at Alabama, for example. Really good player. There's an offensive lineman or two. That may, yep. Yeah, right, that may grade out. Um, Defensive tackle from Auburn. And, yeah. and if you want to take a chance with Tua, not that the Lions do, I mean, there, he might be up there. But the idea is Quinn and Patricia had to win next year. right An Offensive lineman's not going to come in. And, I mean, Ragnall was was pretty good as a rookie in a way. But don't you want a cornerback? I mean, it's, it's, I mean there's a lot to learn from the college level to the pro level, but a guy like Okuda could come in
1: and may and may maybe not make a huge impact but but help immediately. No, I, I think he would have um the biggest impact in all likelihood after Chase Young. I mean uh, there's some good safeties out there too. Grant Delpit from LSU could end up being a pretty high draft pick. Um but to me it's Okuda. The one thing that you mentioned to a um a quarterback that high at the end of the day, the Lions aren't going to be able to take a quarterback because of this, you know, the the need to win now. Maybe it would be in the best interest of the team, though. I mean, to, to have a young quarterback to draft and develop. It's not always that you're picking this high in the draft. So you don't always get that caliber of player if to, if the medicals check out. The one thing I will say, um, if the Lions are number three, that might be a really good spot for them because maybe there's a team that wants to go up and get to a maybe the Miami Dolphins need to go up. Maybe that's a way for Bob Quinn to, to restock the cupboards in a quicker fashion. The one thing that, you know, I, I think we'd have to you know, hold their feet to the fire about or, or, or that we'll have to be wary of is how low do the Lions go? I mean, maybe if the best offer is to go down to, let's just say eight and throw a number out there or 10 and throw a number out there, right? Can the Lions afford to do that being on the hot seat or, or does Bob Quinn have to go from three to four, you know, so he can still get that sort of impact? That's player?
0: really up to the Fords, right? I mean, I mean, you know, I know they kind of passed out their mandate, but you you think okay, Okuda might be there five or six or even seven. Essentially, just depends on what teams ahead of them, what they want, what they need, because there's yeah. they're six, seven guys in there, five, six guys in there that are similar talent level. God, it is intriguing to go get a guy it's, like
1: Tua though. You know I mean, um, I, I, he assume, was going to be the number one pick in the draft if he didn't get her, or number he, two at, at worst. I mean, I don't know; he's not quite like long injury. Lamar Jackson,
0: in terms of the the, the running. But once have you seen a guy throw a ball like that? I he's mean,
1: accurate, he's got a big arm, oh, he's a good player. I,
0: yeah, there's just there's something going on with him a little bit. There's something about him a little bit that's uh it's tempting, but the problem is Stafford's going to play. He's got another he's
1: got 3 years left on his contract. Right,
0: and and but, at, at this level, he's got a you would, be able to, you would think he'd be able to play at that level for the remainder of his contract.
1: I, you know, I, I agree. And ultimately, you know, again, we're, I know we're getting a set of ahead of ourselves here. Um, Stafford's going to be this team's quarterback for the foreseeable future. So they're, in all likelihood, they're not going to take a quarterback. I'm sure they'll investigate. I'm sure they'll feign some interest. Maybe they can trade. But win now means that's going to be a very difficult thing to do. But look again you don't get the opportunity to take that type of quarterback very often and being number 2 number 3 and even number 5 in the draft maybe you have that opportunity and so that's something that the lions will have to have to look into at the very least and and maybe i don't know that maybe that's something that this whole mandate comes back to to bite the lions on
0: it could on the other hand and getting back to Okuda just for a second and you never know he's about 6-1 so he's not he's huge but he's got he's got long arms he's got some uh, ranginess about him right. for a guy who's six one, but he's got incredible make up speed. I mean, he his natural ability is is cover one on one ability It's as good as is the draft has seen in a little bit. And there's some folks that think this guy's got
1: to be not got a chance to be a a Pro Bowl yep. kind of player, right? I it, think if you talk to scouts, he's probably. I mean, look. It, Stingley from LSU is probably the best cornerback. heck in, in college football I think you know most people he's a freshman so he's not draft eligible. But Okuda is, is a pretty rare talent. I mean it's not always that you see cornerbacks go in the to top five. Um he's a type of guy that I think would be worthy of that. And team. if
0: you turn around and you look here, you see there's a name up here in the ring of honor, Champ Bailey. Yep. Who uh was part of a I think he was part of a couple of Super Bowl teams here, wasn't he? Along back in the, or was he gone by then? No, the, I think he was no,
1: with that team that's uh that, <laughs> they could be wrong. I don't, I don't know my Broncos in, in, history, but I think in, in, in he was. In any there. case, th- yeah.
0: those kind of players, uh, you know, I'm not saying he'd be Champ What's Bailey. Well, uh, they don't have the years the up there. But those kind of players can, can be a huge impacts. And yep. defensive ends, I mean, obviously, Chase we talked a little bit about that. Yep. But you look at the Super Bowls, and I was trying to tell, you know, talking to you about this a little bit earlier. A lot of the top two, top number one, number two, number three picks that are edge rushers, guys, they don't end up in Super Bowls. It's not their fault. It's like J.J. Watt. It's not his fault he's not in the Super Bowl, but these kind of guys, for whatever reason, don't play in a lot of Super Bowls, although Nick Bosa, last year's number two pick for the 49ers, could very well end up that in that defense. Yeah, absolutely. but Jadavion Clown. I mean, you just think about all these guys. That just, yeah. I don't know well, why. I'm not saying there's a reason.
1: I have no idea why. Look, Aaron Donald, pretty good defensive lineman, but not an edge rusher, pick. but pretty good. Yeah, but he was in a Super Bowl last year. He's you know best not not right, the best defensive lineman in the game. I mean, if, if you're drafting the best defensive lineman in the game, maybe you can get that sort of payoff at the end of the day. And. You know, for for the Lions, the other thing I guess to your point would be look at the way the New England Patriots play their defense. I mean, they and this is what Matt Patricia does. You know, they want six and seven defensive backs on the field. And why the Patriots' defense has been so good this year is because Stephon Gilmore, exactly. really the entire secondary they has been got
0: the best cornerback in football.
1: Has, right. has been good all, all season long. So if the Lions can develop that, now the other thing though, Derry Slay, who knows how how this impacts him? Because I I still am. You know, I, I still think Slay's probably played, playing his last game as a Lion next really, week. Really? Because if they have to win now, why would they let go of a, I mean, oh look, you still got to pay Darius Slay. So you, you know, in Slay wants fifteen million dollars a year. He's not going to show up in the spring again. Um, you know, I thought he played well today. I mean, I, I do my he stock did. watch. I, you know, he, he's playing a good receiver in Cortland Sutton, and Sutton had four catches. I think. You know, he Slay did a good job. He had the one pass interference penalty, but he's he's playing well still. He's going to be twenty nine years old. Um, I think from a, a purely business standpoint, I don't know that the Lions will want to give him a new deal at 29 years old. Maybe they're they're forced to because of, of where they stand. But look, if you have Okuda, if you spend some money and you get a Byron Jones, you trade Slay, you get some some draft pick compensation. I think you know maybe there's a, a case to be made for that too. That's that remains to be seen. That'll play out here in the next couple months. But that's just kind of what my gut tells me right now.
0: Yeah. So, so nothing really about what happened on the field today. Nothing.
1: Nothing um, at all about about on the field. They it,
0: right? They're professionals that they try hard. Yeah. Right, pretty the, much.
1: The, the try-hard Lions, that's yeah, what they, they are. Were, they had
0: a lead in the fourth quarter, early in the fourth. You know?
1: They they blew a 10-point lead again. They're the try-hard try hard, Lions. Kind of like a girls' basketball team or something like that. My, <laughs> yeah, right. my girls' basketball yeah. team, they try that's hard. That's your message. Um, it is. Yeah, it's mean, like, a good message. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I mean, uh, not when you're in the NFL. you got to win games. It's not about trying hard. No, but you're right. That's, all right. that's true. That's all right. That's where we stand. Uh, one game left next week against the Green Bay Packers, and then again, four months of draft talk left ahead because we know everything else going on about this team. We know the coaches are back. There will be a defensive coordinator change, but we know just about everything
0: else. Last little quick thing just to set up next weekend, the, Redsk- the Redskins could play in Dallas. Dallas also dated the Eagles, so they're going to be playing for a playoff spot, which means they have a lot more motivation, yeah. which is probably not good for the Lions. That's going to be a tough ask for the Redskins. So the Lions, assuming they lose to Green Bay, are probably going to be at the number
1: three spot. Probably the number three spot. We don't know how Dak Prescott's uh, shoulder is. I don't know. That was kind of weird. That was the phone behind us, I think. Um, But maybe that's our signal that we should get rolling and wrap this up. So that'll do it from out here uh, in Power Field at Mile High Stadium where the Lions lost their eighth straight game to the Denver Broncos. For Sean Windsor, I'm Dave Burkett, Freep.com.